Welcome back to the Two Fish Podcast. My name is Nick. I'm Aaron. And this week we're going verse by verse and starting First Thessalonians. That's right. This week we're going back to verse by verse. Last week uh, we dove into a parable because we hadn't done a parable in a while in there. Uh, we had a series going to parables and we're like, hey, let's do a parable. Yeah. Um, this this week we're going to go start the big book of First uh, Thessalonians. Yeah, and if you didn't hear last week's episode, go back, pause this one, go back, listen to that one, because, man, it was so good. Talking about forgiveness, and we ended up talking about grace, and, man, it was just really good. So this week, First Thessalonians, going back to a, a one of the letters in the New Testament. This one's by Paul. Paul's obviously a missionary. Um, he's with Silvanus and Timothy. Now, at this point in Paul's ministry, he's hanging out with some at some sketchy places with some sketchy people. And I only say that because I can't pronounce the names. So I'm going to assume he's in a weird spot. Who Who's this your say he's with? Sylvanus and Timothy. What does yours say? Silas. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's so much easier to read. He's with Paul, Silas, and Timothy. Yeah, I do have a, a footnote down there for the Greek Greek name. And it's a variant of Silas. Yeah. Apparently... Uh, I am reading out of the NIV version. And I am ESV or die, and apparently um, die on that one. Die on that one. Holy cow. All right, so he's hanging out with Paul, Silas, and Timothy, and they're traveling, and they're spreading the word. And this is a letter back to the Church of Thessalonians. And so they've already been there. They've already been through there. And this first chapter, it's, it's not very long, 10 verses, and there's just a whole lot of praise for yeah. this community, for this church. So we'll just kind of go. We'll stop here and there. If you never heard a verse-by-verse style uh, episode that we've done, um, this is kind of what we do. Go back and listen to some of the other ones we've done. Man, James and First and Second Peter and uh, Philemon. We've been done a bunch of them now. So kind of bounce around, and we're in Thessalonians. So here we go, First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, Silas, and Timothy... To the church of Thessalonians, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace. Just a quick center, quick introduction. Yeah, with uh, with Paul's signature grace and peace to you. Yeah, what he doesn't do here, though, and he does a lot, is say something like, the apostle Paul, or a slave to Jesus, has some authority. He puts some authority there. And to me, this one's a little bit more laid-back feeling. Yeah, it's a good point. He usually has the apostle Paul, or... A slave to Jesus. One of those things of just saying, hey, this is who I am. You can trust me. I have some authority here. What I'm about to say means something. We just did that study on Philemon, and that reminds me how he opened that one. And it was more of a, it's not that same same opening. This one's similar to that. Yeah. Verse number two, we give thanks to God always for all of you consistently, mentioning you in our prayers remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers, loved by God, that he has chosen you because our gospel came to you not only in word but also in power and the Holy Spirit and with full conviction. You know what kind of men we prove to be among you for your sake. Let's stop right there. I think I'm... Like, dive into verse 2 here. We always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. Do you do that? No. 
<laughs> not not like you, this. I'll tell you what, do you like do you pray for five people in your church? Even five? No. On a consistent basis? Consistently is the word mine says? No. Yeah, mine's continually. Yeah. No. What about your town? Nope. You ever prayed for your town? Wakarusa. Yeah. I don't think so. Not a lot going on in this little town. Like, you know, it ended with deep conviction, and that's where you ended yeah. almost, right? Yeah. And I'm like, well, we can go back to verse 2, and I'm pretty convicted that there's not too many people in my church that of recent I have prayed for by name. Or even in another community, like uh, whether it's your church or maybe it's a Bible study or maybe it's uh, your coworkers or, I mean, just any community you're a part of. Not that long ago, Aaron and I did a men's thing, and I think there's several names that come to mind when I think of that community that that weekend. And I know I prayed for one of them. There was a situation with his family, but the other ones I really haven't. So no, and that then you're right. That is a little convicting to say, okay, I need to go back, and I need to start praying for those guys. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like I think we could spend a whole episode just on that first, probably. And again, it uh, man, this opening is very, very much laid back feeling to me versus some of his other ones. And but it's deep. But yeah, that's pretty. And I wonder how that would have come across maybe as, yo, I'm Paul. I'm the apostle. I'm a servant of God. I have this authority. I pray for you constantly. And you did a good job. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it definitely comes across differently when, man, you guys, I pray for you constantly because you did such a good job. I just think there's an attitude here. Yeah. Uh, remembering you, verse 3, and your work of faith and labor and love. I can just imagine them coming through, receiving the gospel. That verse 5, man, that really, hey, we didn't just come to you in word, but we came to you with the power of the Holy Spirit and with full conviction. That's kind of where he's getting that, hey, we came in and we came in hard. Right. Verse 3, read yours again. Remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love, and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Really like how mine reads. We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. That is a lot. I like that. That calls me back to our last week conversation where it's like, which we call back to another episode where we were saying, you know, salvation isn't works, it's faith, but works come out of that. I think this is a great example then, the way that reads of here's the proof in the pudding. He yeah. should be writing this letter to all the other people saying, all the other churches saying, hey, look at Thessalonians. Right. Look at the work they're doing because of their faith. This is the example. Yeah. Verse number six, and you became imitators of us. And of, of the Lord, for you received the word in much affliction with the joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you became an example to all believers in Macedonia and in Achaia. Achia. Achia. Macedonia and Chia. That's where Macedon macaroni and cheese came from. That <laughs> that area of the world. And, Maca and the Chia pet. Achia pet. <laughs> no, not really. We oh, have no idea. We're terrible. <laughs> There you go. He says it. You guys have become an example. Yeah. Because you're living this out. You accepted it. You understand it. And you're living it out. You're showing the fruits. 
you became imitators. I mean, I think of Paul in the hall of apostles. You know what I mean? He is the example. Jesus is the example. And then Paul's like, okay, this is how we practically live it out. Right. Yeah, mine, mine reads, you became imitators of us. So being us as Paul, Silas, and Timothy, and of the Lord. For you welcome the message in the midst of severe suffering with the joy given by the Holy Spirit. That just reminds me that, like, as we become Christians, there's going to be suffering. Oh, yeah. God's going to let us go into the fire to be refined. There's a way out of it, and it's going to refine you, and you're you're to find joy in that, and the joy is going to come from the Holy Spirit Yeah, as you're going through these moments of suffering. Yeah, and obviously Thessalonia has done a great job of going from affliction, mine says affliction, with the joy of the Holy Spirit. Because it's one thing to go through trials and be upset about it and be angry and kick the dirt. It's another way to say, oh, man, I hate this, but thank you, Lord, because I know what this this is going to produce. Like you said, I'm going through the fire. This is going to make me better on the other side. I don't have my phone, but my Devo today, it was the fear of suffering is greater than the suffering. Ooh, that's interesting. The fear, because we don't want to suffer. No one wants to suffer. Right. So we do everything we can to not have to suffer. And if we would just allow the process, the actual suffering yeah. is nowhere near what the fear of the suffering is. Or the end result yeah. is totally, is 180 degrees and different than what we thought it was going to be. Right. We thought going through the suffering, we are going to, result A was going to happen. But really, result B happened, and that's a, and result B is really what we were hoping for, and without having to go through right. suffering. Sometimes, if we would just allow God to do what He needs to do, I think we fight it for sure. It makes me think of about that men's thing you and I did, and there was a guy there that spoke, and he said it's it's more like climbing a mountain, except you're never at the top. Right. You you start climbing, head towards God. And then you get to where God is, except now he's going further up the mountain. Yeah. He doesn't just, you don't just get there. We meet God. We're there. He worked on us. We're good. And now we can just chill there. God's like, no, I got more for you. He's going to keep backing up that mountain. And we've got to keep climbing that mountain. Right. We're going to go through things. Climbing a mountain is not easy. That's why a lot of people don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys could have saw Nick's face. (laughs) People don't, great. people don't do it because it's hard. And it, and so you're going to go through things as you climb that mountain. And I love the way our, um, that guy said it that weekend. But you get to where God is, and then he said, let's keep going. We got more. Yeah. Instead, <laughs> one, Nick didn't even go want to go on a walk with his wife down <laughs> the flat roads of Indiana. Like, but nah. <laughs> oftentimes, um, we make God chase us down the mountain. Ooh. Instead of us chasing him up the mountain. Yeah. Right? That's like, good. So we all need to be a little more, sounds like the Thessalonians. Yeah. Verse number eight. For not only has the word of the Lord sounded forth from you in Macedonia and Achia, but your faith in God has gone forth everywhere so that we need not say anything. And what what a what a compliment. In my mind, if I'm a Thessalonian reading this, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, coming from a man of, of power. Yeah. A man, I don't want to say power. Authority. Authority. Yeah. 
over the and he's realizing, hey, what's coming out of you? What's coming out of your area? I mean, you're doing everything right. You're yeah. doing such a great job. And the world sees it. And it's it's making a difference. You're the example. We don't even have to say anything because you're you're doing it right. Verse number nine, for they themselves report concerning us the kind of reception we had among you and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living God and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus who delivers us from the wrath to come. I think, and I, th- I feel like we've talked about this before on some other books that we've done, but this is definitely a community that obviously this one says idolatry, served idols, and then completely turned around, and now they're the example. For, so for this community go from serving idols to hearing the gospel, accepting the gospel, and now showing fruit of the gospel so much that it's not just hanging out in their little community. It's going forth. Yeah. The results of the, I mean, it's, it's, it's like when people say you're changing your, you're changing your family tree. This is a community that's completely and radically changed. Yeah. I would imagine if you were, if you were living back there and you saw a whole town, just flip the script, you're going to notice that. Because I imagine there are some, should have probably looked this up, but there's probably some really unhealthy things going on in this area. And they found Christ and flipped it. And as people came in for those unhealthy things, they're probably like, hey, no, we're we're not doing that anymore here. That idol? No, it's not here. We got Jesus now. You want to hear about Jesus? Let me share Jesus with you and why we don't have this idol anymore. Which kind of brings me back to the whole conviction thing of verse 2. Like, are we doing that in our communities? Are you doing that with your own family, perhaps? I can't help but think of the one guy from the weekend, and hopefully someday maybe we could hear a story, but he went home and his kids saw the changed heart. Yeah. And then they got baptized. Yeah. And the one's testimony was, I knew God was real because of how my dad changed. And that's that's Thessalonians, right? I, like That's what Paul's writing to them and thanking them for doing and for their willingness to, to follow the Holy Spirit. So, I mean, this is a very short chapter, a very far, short opening of this book of Thessalonians, but I definitely think there are things we can pull from this. Self-reflect for a second, and how am I? Nick, how am I praying for others from the standpoint of Paul and Silas and Timothy? Like, am I praying for others that I've talked with or um, witnessed to or those things? Am I going back and thinking about those people and praying for their journey? Am I doing that? Am I praying for the community around me? And then am I, are people looking at me and not just saying, oh, there's Nick, but are they saying, man, there's something different about him and they can see Christ. Not that I am Christ, but they can see the fruits of my Christian witness. And I think sometimes going through life, that's not the case. Yeah. I'm content with being, I read my Bible, and I go to church. And sometimes you don't even do that because you get busy and you skip church because you haven't slept in in a month. You know what I mean? Right. And you make sacrifices places where you shouldn't. Am I that? And if you are in a season of that, and look towards Thessalonians. And as we continue to go through this book, turn away from that and say, 
I need to show the light that has been. People need to see Christ through me. They need to see the fruits. I can't. I shouldn't just hold on to it. The people around me should be able to be able to see that fruit. Yeah, I think there's even a there's even a third one we didn't even really talk about, and that's if you know somebody that's doing that, be an encourager. Send them, send them a letter, an encouraging letter, and hey, I see how you have changed, and I I see what you're doing. It's good. That's impressive. I know who you were before. And that might make a huge difference to someone. My, we were just talking to my wife before we came down to the studio. It's like my wife's saying, I didn't realize how much of a words of affirmation person I can be sometimes. It really fills me up. Yeah. And so that might just be something that this person needs. Hey, I see. You're doing a great job. I see Christ in you. Keep going. I don't know. Reflect on those things this week. That's a short episode. That's all right. And next week we'll be back. First Thessalonians chapter 2. Read it this week as you go, and then join us next week on the Two Fish Podcast. Thanks for tuning in this week. If you enjoyed this episode, hit those like and subscribe buttons. Also, head over to twofishpodcast.com to join the rest of the Two Fish community and all of our social media platforms.